0: OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be we talking about the books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Micky's got the creepiest news from books to TV. The movie reviews. Plus, the next toy baby here we you choose. Even the superhero fight club will usually lose. So, popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel Mauer's power, Earth, new with features. Neither listen to my weak ears, you can bend us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So, relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts are wise, cracks. Welcome to the show. This is
1: Fireside Chats.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me is just Maurer. BBU. <laughs> That was so anticlimactic. I gave it my all, man. Can can I get a little bit of something else?
1: (laughs) That was my all. Beep you. Beep you. Come on. Listen, I don't know how Features does it. I lost a battle to Late Shift, and now Early Shift is kicking my ass. So so I don't know. Uh, I don't think I'm cut out for this uh, love triangle uh, with Late Shift that Features has.
0: This is just disappointing, man.
1: <laughs>
0: it's not just disappointing for me. It's disappointing for everyone listening. All right. Hold don't on. Don't be a disappointment.
1: All right. I'm going to get myself psyched up. All right. Give I'll me do, me do the shot. intro one more time. Right. And then, we'll, then I'll then then jump in. Give me a little in, bit right? more gusto on it. You know, I okay. need a little extra energy. Like,
0: of your name or just the whole thing? The whole
1: thing. All, All right, right. Here we go.
0: Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me is Mr. Mauer.
1: Beep, you mother beepin' beepers. No. No, i, I sorry. I, I don't want to go through it again, but that yeah, wasn't good either. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm letting you down. I'm sorry.
0: Anyway, welcome to the Saturday Show. If you're new around here, that's where we're not going to talk about the news. And to be very honest with you, we don't really know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and it's really the Saturday Show. Yeah, I mean, it's legitimately Saturday morning. So if you're wondering why the show hasn't posted yet, it's because we are recording it now. It's this the, is as live as this live we go. <laughs> this is
1: now now. Now was then.
0: <laughs> well, it was then. It's then. It's now then. Then now. So technically. So
1: when's the future? I don't know what's happening
0: <laughs> now. Anyway, so we're doing the so baseball we were, thing there. We were thinking, um, since we were struggling for a topic, that we would talk about the Venom-Spider-Man potential crossover. And I kind of want to map it out the way we would want to see it. Because, okay, to make everybody happy, this would be really hard to do.
1: And that's what you like to do, is make everybody
0: happy. Right. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to fight that. But, <laughs> so how would you make Marvel happy, Sony happy, Spider-Man fans happy, new Spider-Man and MCU fans happy, and still have the connection to Sony be relevant and prevalent into the, uh, in the
1: MCU? Wait, so I'm supposed to care about all that? I just want to make me happy. <laughs> I know.
0: We're aware of that. <laughs> we all know. Like, screw but-
1: everybody else. It's all about me.
0: But I'm trying to think of a way to to pull that off. Like how how is it that like because you think of it like classic Spider-Man fans complain about uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man because to them that's not their Spider-Man. Although I would argue that your Spider-Man was in college and an adult, and the Spider-Man they're trying to portray in the movie in the MCU is
1: the child Spider-Man that we weren't around for. Um Yeah, it's I think it's more than that, though. It's not just that he's childish. Um, It's just not a Spider-Man that I feel that we've ever seen anywhere, because even in the old childish comics, it was a lot different.
0: He seems pretty ultimate Spider-Man to me. It's just the problem... But they changed everything else
1: in the universe.
0: Right, because they... Well, that's because the universe is its own. I mean, the MCU is its own thing. So the MCU is an amalgamation of everything that came before it, right? That's the way I see the MCU. Right,
1: so when you change... The character's overall personality, the age, and then you change his sidekicks, you change his surrounding oh, cast.
0: I don't know. I mean, I would agree with the changing the sidekicks and the surrounding cast, but I don't think he's that much different from, uh, from, from um, Ultimate Spider-Man. I, I don't still, think he's all that much different. I just think that his influences, because it's the MCU... Uh, have altered, now that's my biggest problem, is it's just too Iron Man heavy for me. That's, as much as I enjoy the movies, it's, I really wish the Iron Man influence there wasn't as big of a deal. But in the scheme of the MCU, when you're thinking of like the the 10 year long story arc that's been happening in the MCU, it makes sense for the story, it's just not what we've always wanted. Right.
1: I'm, I'm thinking the fans like myself that are a little bit detractors of it, changing him, okay, Changing him, having Ned, cool. Changing MJ, all right, now you're changing a lot. Changing uh, Aunt May, like, everything that you look to, you have the Iron Man influence, and then everything that you kind of associate with is now different. And I think that's more of where my hesitation is with everything, is every aspect of it.
0: I took that into account as I was thinking about how do we pull this off to make everyone happy. So how do I make a Mauer happy at the same time? How do you do that? So here's, okay, let me break down how I think the Venom movies should go if they're going to pull Tom Holland in, and then you tell me what you think, and then we'll add to it from there, okay? Okay.
1: Start right, me so off I, on this journey.
0: I, the easiest way to make someone like Maurer happy is that in Venom 2, in the sequel of Venom, you actually open up with Toby, or with um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. All right, I'm happy. So right off the bat, you open up with Andrew Garfield, because if, if you're looking at, at the, uh, the way to pull the MCU character version over and the success of the Spider-Verse animated movie, you would just make the Spider-Verse a thing,
1: right? Right, and take the Spider-Man character who I feel has been getting pushed under the rug. Um, people don't realize how dedicated he was to the role. Everybody goes, well, Tom Holland was doing this and doing that. So was Andrew Garfield. Like, he was all about it to the point where we have to give him some credit for Spider-Man being in the MCU.
0: I love uh, his speech when he he got the role at Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, it was probably planned. Uh, they they act like it was off the cuff, but it was probably planned, but it was still amazing. Like, it was still a heartfelt speech. I'll put that in the show post so everybody gets a chance to see what I'm talking about. But I still think that Andrew Garfield is one of the best Peter Parkers. I think he might be the best Peter Parker, to be honest, because he was the most like Spider-Man that I read growing up. He was more like the, the college-aged adult Spider-Man.
1: Right. And for me, the, uh, the reason why I say he's part of the reason why Spider-Man's in the MCU is if he didn't kind of throw his temper tantrum of his distaste with Sony and stop going to the meetings and get them to fire him. They probably never would have thought of even partnering with Disney at that point. Cause as much as we hate amazing Spider-Man two, it still made a lot of money.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It just, I mean, it was a terrible movie, but that's because that's Sony more than anything else. That's not Andrew Garfield's fault. No. But, so,
1: so I let me, have to give him a thank you. So put him well, in my new movie and I'll be happy.
0: So let me, let's go into why I would bring in Andrew Garfield. So I would open up Venom Two with Andrew Garfield after the events of The Amazing Spider-Man. So after Gwen's death, so it's him now dealing with the fact that he lost Gwen. And you also, and I would say this is a couple years down the line. He's really beaten down. He's he's very down on himself. You have the Daily Bugle is now around that's that's crapping all over Spider-Man. He's no longer the you know the love of the city that he was in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Uh, and he is just like, just like Ben Peter, uh, just like Peter B. Parker from uh, Spider-Verse. He is just this beaten down version of Peter.
1: Right. right and right you, off. you can see Go. him knowing more about Spider-Man because even in Amazing Spider-Man 2, he was in Spider-Man shoes, but he didn't have all the tricks up his sleeve.
0: Right. Well, and then this, I want this version to be, I want him out of, right out of college, can't keep a job, like the, the, the world's against him, kind of Peter. That's how I see this version.
1: Yep. That makes sense? Yep. And the isolated.
0: So then, and then this movie would go as the way you would expect, right? This would be, you'd have Venom, Carnage, Spider Man. You would do like the first appearance of Carnage where Spider Man and Venom have to team them up. So they fight it first and then they have to come together to take on Carnage. That's how, and that's how the first movie would go. That yeah. make, you like this so far?
1: Yeah, and you can have it where, you know, him and Eddie are fighting for the same job.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could have them both going for uh, Daily Bugle. You could have Eddie move back to New York. Yeah, that, that would work. All right. So, so, so the third movie, we All call right. it Spider-Verse. Okay, so in the third movie is when you actually pull Tom Holland's character over. And not only do you pull Tom Holland's character, but you pull over Gwen Stacy from an alternate dimension. So we get Spider Gwen as well. So this would be Tom Holland's first time meeting Gwen Stacy. So not Gwen in his world, because we know there, as of right now, there is no Gwen in his world. Okay. But it would be his first connection to Gwen Stacy, and then there's an actual connection between the two of them. So between the younger Spider-Man, you've got your beaten down older Spider-Man, and then you've got Spider Gwen. So now it's a it's a Spider Verse movie. You can even start throwing in uh, hints at Miles, or you can just save Miles for the MCU. I don't know how you'd want to pull that off. Personally, I'd say save Miles for the MCU because then well, you can have Spider-Man. Think- you could have hold on. You could have Tom Holland Spider-Man then become the character that I'm trying to build Andrew Garfield as, which is the mentor.
1: Well, I think in the MCU, when you get um, MCU Spider-Man that comes back to the Venom verse, you have that him dying, and there has to be a Spider-Man while he's gone. And that's why Miles comes up. So it's not really a death. It's just a disappearance, and you can't have a world without a Spider-Man. So that's when you see Miles step up over in the MCU. Oh, that's
0: a cool idea. That's a really cool idea. I like that. That's a great idea. Okay, let's keep that. I like
1: that. So, So now... You know, you've got Tom gone, so obviously during that time there's still gonna be bad guys. So then you have Miles come up, which we already established there is a Miles there. We've seen his uncle, and maybe Prowler becomes a mentor at the beginning.
0: Or yeah, may, uh, maybe uh, I, I don't know. Let's before we get back into the MCU, let's 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 tackle the right. Venom movies though.
1: All right, so we got Venomverse going on
0: right now. So we've got, yeah, essentially it's, it's Spider-Verse meeting Venom-Verse. And then you can even throw an Eddie into the MCU. You can, there's a lot you can do with that. And then Tom Holland has a, a bit of a, a knowledge of, what, of things to come or who to, how to expect these characters. But uh, the way I would then say is because the biggest problem to me in the MCU is now that everybody knows his identity, that causes a pretty big problem for future Spider-Man stories.
1: Unless right? you just jump right to Miles.
0: Yeah, yes and no, but you still have—everybody knows who Peter is, and that kind of ruins things. But how did they fix that in the comics? They had a mind wipe. Uh Uh-huh. So I would say we do the same exact thing. So to tie in the Venom world to the MCU, you have Tom Holland bring in Doctor Strange. So Tom Holland brings Doctor Strange to this new world— To help defeat whatever the, whatever the big baddie is in the third movie. Maybe you can have carnage become trying to be the symbiote God, or maybe you have a whole bunch of, I don't know how you pull this off. I don't know who the villains of these movies would be. I think that that would have to leave up for the writers, but you then have,
1: we got to give them something to do.
0: Right. Exactly. I just want to, I just, I want to give as much, as little as possible, (laughs) um, So we have Doctor Strange come in to help defeat whatever the thing is to help kind of bring Tom back into the MCU as well as fix the problems, but then he also does the mind wipe at the end of the movie so that no one knows who Peter Parker is anymore. So they know Peter Parker is not Spider Man.
1: Well, you have the underlying Venom be Mephisto, Mm, so Mephisto is pulling the. And at the end, it's kind of the same thing. The deal that gets made because Mephisto and Doctor Strange are going to come to a stalemate, so they make a deal together. To wipe everybody's mind, but Mephisto gets something. Mephisto has to take somebody's soul, and maybe that's where you get the death of uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man.
0: I wouldn't say you kill Tom Holland. I'd say the death of Andrew Garfield.
1: No, no, because I like him.
0: I, I get that, but he's not <laughs> moving into back into the MCU. Tom Holland's that's who's going to be the MCU. So, yeah, Spider-Man. so that Just... might
1: that might kill Andrew Garfield, and now you have a reason for Miles to jump back and forth between yeah. the two. Yeah, and that uh, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um okay. So that gives so you a like villain, the- that gives you a reason for the mind wipe, other than just, hey, I need my secret identity back. It gives a uh a more emotionally impactful version of that, and that ties Ghost Rider into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well then another thing you can then do is have a little bit of the venom symbiote on tom holland as he goes back into the mcu which now introduces the venom uh the you know the venom verse into the standard mcu Ooh. so that now then brings in the and that makes sony very important to the mcu now it's a huge connection between those two franchises because now that same venom symbiote can now take on uh uh, peter in the mcu we can get that kind of uh you know black suit spider-man meet another version of eddie brock you can even oh you can even have flash thompson at that point now that things get a little older you can just do right go right to um
1: flash venom right pause like agent venom how do we get rid of shitty flash in the mcu to get a real flash thompson maybe flash's dad well remember
0: flash has always been shitty I mean flat. <laughs> dude the yeah, MCU version see of Flash Flash is, being it, a military guy. Right now, but you can have I mean times gonna change. I mean, I'm not saying that you age everybody up, but over time when he joins the military after school
1: But what I mean, if you, the reason why he has this disdain in his parents not being there is his dad's a military guy? <laughs> and it's sure. Flash Flash senior, because I hate this Flash. Well,
0: I mean, it is what it is, man. There is this Flash. We can't, this this is not trying to fix the MCU. This is just trying to get a series of movies that connect the Venom world and the Spider-Man world from the MCU and make it relevant to both. So So now now
1: you're making me not happy again. So give me something that makes me happy. No, 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 no. I'm trying to make everybody
0: happy. You've got your tie in. You've got Andrew Garfield back. You got your tie into Ghost Rider, right? You've, you've got enough. You've, you've got enough to smile about. We now need to make sure all of the new, the Shuckies of the world have their MCU that they're happy with. Sony's got to be happy and Marvel's got to be happy for this to continue. And right. I think this is a way that Sony becomes very important to Marvel. Marvel at the same time still gets everything that they want and still get to keep Spider-Man. And then you can have two franchises going separately from then on out uh, that it can still tie in when necessary because of Spider-Verse. Okay. So and I feel like everybody would be happy except for I mean I will say that we definitely bastardized the whole Venom story <laughs> but Sony did that already. So I'm uh, <laughs> well, I'm not too worried about you that. You
1: can look at it if we kind of go more along the lines of the retcon kind of what's going on with Venom now. It might be you might be able to play with it a little bit more.
0: But there's already a girl in the um uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies who looks a lot like uh, Gwen Stacy. Yes. So you can have when Spider Man gets back to school, you can have him meet Gwen, and that would be cool. And that would be just the way they end the movie. And now you end, you start a love triangle between uh, new old MJ <laughs> and uh, Spider. Or, excuse me, and Gwen Stacy,
1: and and now wow, and now Gwen will actually play the MJ part in that love triangle, right? I mean,
0: in general, I think it works because then also on the the um, Sony side of things, you can have them bring Spider-Gwen back and now you have Spider-Gwen and Miles who, as we know, got a relationship in the books as well, right? And they, they already hinted towards that in Spider-Verse. So you can have a live action Spider-Verse now over, but that was set up by the MCU. So Spider-Verse on Sony side is, is, it's got its introduction that it needs to become wildly successful with its tie to the MCU and the
1: MCU gets to keep Spider-Man. So And the Miles starts off in the MCU to pick up the gap of where there was no Spider-Man. But when Tom Holland comes back, they don't need two Spider-Man. But since Andrew Garfield's dead in the Sony-verse, you send him over there as their Spider-Man.
0: That's going to be hard to do. It's going to be hard to convince somebody to go, hey, leave your Earth (laughs) for good. Go over there. Maybe we just have Miles show up for the first time in the. You could just have two versions of Miles, just like we have two versions of Peter. You can have. You can actually end the the Spider Man portion of the MCU portion with not only him meeting Gwen, but meeting a young Miles. Okay. And then him knowing, like, hey, down the road, <laughs> you and I are gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be. We're gonna be buddies.
1: <laughs> and one of us is gonna
0: die. You really want Tom Holland Spider-Man to die, and it's not going to happen. I hate him. It's, it's not going to happen. If the 9-0 if the movie arc is true, it's not going to happen. I hate him. <laughs> you don't hate him.
1: I kind of hate him.
0: You don't. You don't hate him. I just hate the movies. You, you hate his standalone, but you don't hate him in, you didn't hate him in Civil War.
1: No, because he was Spider-Man.
0: Right, you didn't hate him in, uh, in uh, Infinity War or Endgame.
1: No, he was a little bit more tall. I just hated standalone movies. That well,
0: you, but you're also not the biggest Spider-Man fan in the first place. You like Spider-Man, like you like Deadpool, like you know, just well, sprinkle no, in there. I
1: loved <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man, and I like a lot of Spider-Man stuff. I just don't like Little Kid. You know, and I'd be even okay with Little Kid. It's more. I don't like Ned. I don't like Flash. I don't like MJ. And even though Hot Aunt May is great, she's not freaking Aunt May.
0: Sure. No, I, yeah, those are all legitimate criticisms.
1: <laughs> so, so I think um, the combination of all of that. But you got to keep in mind that if,
0: if their goal was always nine movies, hot, hot Ant May is not going to be as hot Aunt May by movie nine. She's going to still be hot sure. No, you, you, get, <laughs> But you're going to have the older Aunt May that you're expecting. Marissa so Tomei
1: is going to be hot at ninety. All
0: right, I, am I'm, I'm with you on this. I get, I get the point you're trying to make. I'm just saying that it's going to be the more standard version of Aunt May that you're that you're missing. So, So, I mean, if it's always been thought out that they want to do nine movies all together and have people literally grow up with Spider-Man, the versions of Spider-Man that we're seeing now is more for children because they want people to then grow up just like they did with Harry Potter.
1: Okay. I can see that. Does that that
0: make sense?
1: That makes more sense. so
0: So you can have a version of Flash become like a legitimate bully in college years or you can have him go to the military in college years, so for three movies, Flash isn't around, and then for the last three movies, all of a sudden, Agent Venom is a thing that ties back into the time that the MCU crossed over with the Venom world.
1: Flash better hit the gym.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling they would get a different actor, but because um, <laughs> I don't think he's actually going to grow up that much by, by, by the time they get to those
1: movies. Because <laughs> that kid's a dork. Um, all right, so we've got... Now, what do you do with regular Venom? Does he ever lose it and become a, a villain? Because I would like to see a true villain Venom.
0: Um, well, I mean, I guess it depends on how you want to them play the Venom world from then out. I mean, the point of the Sony side of things is to create a Spider-Man world, but they're using Venom to do it. So I think Venom slowly fizzles out. I think it becomes more about Spider-Gwen and maybe Miles. And he becomes more of a supporting role. I think he gets his three movies, okay. maybe a fourth. But for the most part, he's just going to become a, a character in that world opposed to the centerpiece. He's the centerpiece now because he was successful. But had that movie a bombed, if that movie did not make the money it did, we wouldn't be talking about this right now.
1: Or they do the, since we've already seen in different roles, we've seen the other Sinister Six, you could get a Matt Gargan Venom. To have That'd be them, cool. to be a bad guy, so that way you can protect, uh, Tom Hardy's heroic, you know, leading man side. The Z- Venom symbiote's been on freaking everybody in the Marvel universe. So, oh
0: no, you don't even do that. You give that that little tidbit of Venom that crossed over into the MCU. You just give it right to Matt Gargan. You introduce him in the Sinister Six movie as Scorpion, and then at the end of the movie, he becomes the villain. The, uh, the 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 Venom version, uh, the villain Venom in the MCU
1: that's perfect you just
0: you just take uh, tom hardy you just take eddie brock out of the whole thing right that would work that would work really well because you're they're already leading to sinister six and how do you make that movie even better at the end yeah, so they're, okay. they're all
1: lying there defeated and you just see the venom symbiote crack open and go over and get on his hand and you see yep. the face form with the eyes which is the iconic thing for that venom That'd be good. Right.
0: Well, you have it, you have it on Peter for like a movie, so it gets the normal Spider-Man yeah. abilities. So it becomes more like the Venom that we know. Cause that's, I mean, as as fun as the Venom movie was, I'm not going to say it was good. I'm going to say it was fun. As fun of that, as that movie was, the <laughs> thing that bothered me the most was losing the logo and losing the Spider-Man attributes that Venom is known to have. Right. So this gives us a Venom in the MCU that at least has the Spider Man esque abilities. Opposed to him just shooting big, (laughs) like arm length, um, arm width versions of the symbiote out. He actually looks like webs and.
1: No, that would be good. That would work. And then you get a real violent, angry Venom Mm -hmm. without hurting anything that they set up for lethal protector Venom. Right,
0: absolutely. So then he can continue being a mainstay in the Sony world. And then we get a a villain Venom, a more traditional villain Venom. And that
1: gives a reason for. Um, Tom Hardy to come into the MCU for a crossover.
0: Oh yeah, so you start with you start with Spider Verse and then later on you do Venom Verse.
1: Yep. And then you, oh my god, could you imagine
0: Mac Argan's version of the character just giving symbiotes to everybody? Like all of a sudden the symbiotes, you know, it, it reproduces and then you get you get you know, um almost like a Carnage USA. Well, no, I'm but saying, with Venom.
1: Imagine Woody Harrelson, his Carnage. Because I'm going to imagine his Carnage is going to be good. I'm just going to predict that. Imagine him coming over. He goes over first and finds Matt Gargan and finds an actual villain, Venom, and they work together.
0: It's going to be really hard to see him as Carnage. He just he does not look like Carnage at all to me. So you're right. He's probably going to be good because it's Woody Harrelson, but I don't see him.
1: See, Natural Born as, Killers has like... Yeah, I'm but just, that's Natural Born Killers. This is
0: a whole
1: different Woody Harrelson. Times have a changed, sir. I'm still going to picture uh, the acting's what it's going to be. I
0: guess, because even he just he looked like he looked like Carrot Top <laughs> in the end credits. He's like, he doesn't look like like a slanky, like <laughs> serial killer. He just looked like Woody Harrelson with a wig on.
1: That's because fans want comic accurate. And I'm sorry, a bright, curly, orange hair guy isn't very scary in real life.
0: It can be. You absolutely can make that be like if you gave it to like, uh, how about the dude who played Rorschach? The three, foot, him, the three foot, the three tall guy. Yeah, well, because Carnage is not this intimidating looking thing until he gets the Carnage symbiote. I mean, he's just a serious, he's a crazy guy with a knife.
1: I, I just like, don't, like I he's guess he like is a ginger. What's up? I guess he is a ginger, but yeah, they just need to tone that back a little bit. They need I,
0: to. I, I I think he could be cool. I, I I'm. I have a feeling I they just, shave his know, head. I'm, I think I'm, one of the first I'm, things
1: they're going to do is put him in an electric chair and shave his head. So that way, Woody Harrelson doesn't have to wear a wig the whole time. No, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. This is my. I Hold started on! If g-
1: you have to make, if I have to be okay with MJ not having red hair, you need to be okay with Carnage having a shaved uh, head.
0: I have no choice. They're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> like I don't. The diff, like I have no choice. It is what it is. I just. I. I don't know. With Venom, and the, probably the reason I'm harder on Venom than most movies is because that's when I started reading comics. Like, that's when comics became, like, that's really my introduction was uh, Venom, Carnage, and Spider-Man. Like, that was it. So this is, this is legitimately my childhood right here. <laughs> so my, it's like,
1: please don't mess this up. Please don't mess this up. My qualms with Venom and the way they portrayed him um, was only, the really big thing was I didn't like Tom Hardy's voice sometimes. Like that whiny type voice that he was doing, like the unsure of himself, not like I know uh, Eddie Brock was unconfident in some things, but he was still kind of a, a jockey type dude. And well, right, Tom Hardy that, came up very, also, very meek.
0: He also was, you know, taken over by an alien that wanted to eat people. <laughs>
1: okay, that's like true. all
0: of a sudden he had a voice in his like, keep in mind that this version of Venom is not normal Venom because he has a voice in his head. Like, he's talking to the symbiote. Like, that wasn't a thing before. Remember, the symbiote and him were, it the only time that the symbiote was addressed was when he was Venom and they said, we. That was it. Right. And, and also, that, the Eddie Brock in the comics was a lot more hate-filled. This, this version of Eddie is not, is not a, he's beaten down, he's down on his luck. Yeah, there's luck. no hate. But... But the other, yeah, Eddie hated Peter Parker. When he found out, when the Venom symbiote let him know that it was Spider-Man, that's when things changed. So it was, he, he gave into the hate in the comics where there was no real, he was more like, please make this stop. I don't want to <laughs> eat people.
1: <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, so we've got that figured out. We've got the MCU moving forward. We have villains for them, which they could use a shot in the arm with villains they don't kill in the first movie. Well, I
0: mean, the, the Spider-Man ones haven't really killed anybody.
1: That's because I think Sony's like, you can't kill our villains.
0: No, I don't think that's the case, because I don't think the, those versions of the villains are going to make it over to the the Sony world. I just think we're going to get the Sinister Six in the MCU. And I, I, the whole Mysterio being dead, come on. It's Mysterio. Like that's <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. He's not, he's <laughs> Unless not dead.
1: Unless the trick is, everybody thinks he's alive. Nope, he's really
0: dead. Yeah, but how disappointing would that be? Because you know just as well as I do, he's not dead. Well, there have been different Mysterios. Yeah, but this one's not dead. I mean, come on. It's the first (laughs) time we saw him. He's absolutely not dead. Have there been any leaks
1: of Gyllenhaal's contract? Because that's the one person we haven't heard anything about if he has any.
0: And I'm sure that you're not going to because they want you to think that he's dead. They want you to think he's dead. But remember when he showed back up in the comics after he died? And then he was like, how did you come back? And he was like, master of, of, yeah. uh, of illusions. illusions. <laughs> like he was, are you serious? Is that a question? Of course I'm back. <laughs> so, I mean, he's not gone. They're going to, it's going to be the Sinister Six. And how crazy would it be if the, like you have a Sinister Six movie and then you have a Venomized Sinister Six later on?
1: You know what I mean? And hold on, I'm going to throw another a connection into this. The reason this all happens is Deadpool. Uh, What you know that fan thing where they all appear in his movie just in the background? Yeah, he can be like, "Don't worry, guys, I'm going to get your job back for you."
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. All
1: right, so let's see. All right,
0: so you would be happy because you'd get you'd get finally get closure to your um, to Andrew uh, Garfield. Andrew Garfield, right?
1: And he get to be the hero he deserves.
0: And you get to keep it true to the Miles comics if he dies, and you have Miles come from that world in the first place, right? Okay, yep. You also get Spider Gwen in, so you've got all the the new fans. Like my niece would be thrilled, right? So you'd have a Spy- uh, live action Spider Gwen brought into everything. You'd
1: have and with Spider-Gwen Miles brought in in the Venom verse, she can be a little bit more badass like she is in the comics, and not as toned down. And then right. And then
0: Sony's world, because again, it would be starting in Sony's world. So it would be a bit darker in the first place. Sony's gets a a real kick in the ass that it needs to become a cinematic universe. It, It basically on a silver platter hands them a cinematic world. So right. they get their cinematic world that they want, that they can go do with whatever the hell they want to with, that can cross over from time to time, because now with Spider-Verse, we know that there's a way to do it. And then you have uh, the Marvel world being influenced quite uh, quite heavily by the Sony world, because now with the introduction of Venom in that world, with getting Matt Gargan's version of him, as well as uh, Peter Parker, knowing he will eventually become a not only a mentor to Miles, but he meets then Gwen, who he has now... Uh, his version of Gwen can be a little bit different, but there's an uh, there's an uh, uh, an affection there. That makes sense. Yeah. So every everybody's influenced, everybody's happy, and we also get closure to a probably the best Spider-Man, uh, arguably the best Spider-Man that we've seen.
1: And we get to kind of just joke around with dancing Peter Parker.
0: Yeah. Well, you can just have you. I mean, uh, obviously Tom, um, obviously Toby Maguire makes an appearance in the final Spider Verse movie. I mean, no question. And they just point and laugh at him? That would be so funny. He's like, I'm st- we're still doing this? Like, he just <laughs> looks at the camera. Oh, really? Are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Other than but Spider-Man be- 2... You know what? Oh my God! This is how you bring in Doctor Strange. So they that you accidentally have it open the gates to allow Spider Man through in the first place, right? So that the when Peter and, and the two Peters meet each other, then you when he brings in Doctor Strange, who figures out how to do it for real. Doctor Strange this is the same thing in Endgame, where all of a sudden all the portals open up and all these other versions of Spider Man come through. So then you get Noir shows up, and you Nick get Cage, which they want right. You get Nick Cage legitimately as Noir Spider Man. You get uh, twenty ninety nine shows up. Right, you get all the other versions of Spider. You get it, hell put Spider Ham in it because why not? But then you have all the li- li- live action versions that can become television shows that can you can then branch that off and do whatever the hell you the want. The best with.
1: part is Spider Ham could legitimately still be the same exact cartoon.
0: Oh, absolutely, That would be the best part about it. Like literally, he's <laughs> just a cartoon character as true as true could be. It's the same one from the uh, from Spider verses you're talking about. Yeah, that would be great. It would be amazing. I think think it would be spectacular, it would be amazing, it would be sensational. (laughs) Those words sound familiar.
1: (laughs) So what we need to do is just take this issue, guys, everybody listening, send it to Sony and Disney, and say, two guys from Philly figured out your shit for you, just follow what they said and you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, just get some good writers on it and do that part. (laughs) The structure's done.
1: I mean, get some Tarantino and Kevin Smith writers in there.
0: So everybody just tag Sony and Marvel immediately yeah. repost as we drop this, this
1: tag sony marvel disney and kevin smith because why not well you know he's hot right now so let's put him in let's let's get it done wow that went
0: quick it did I th- but i think it would be fun it would be a fun way to see it all right let's let's end this let's can, end this can I do
1: it? hold on menti do that thing
0: you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online at Welcome to Fireside. Or your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Welcome to, or which is Fireside Crew. Go to WelcomeToFireside.com to is the easiest place for all this
1: stuff. Once again, I'm Menti and I'm Mr. Maurer. Soon to be coming is We Really Got This Covered dot com. <laughs> i can't believe that's still a thing
0: Ding. like like comment rate share tag sony tag Marvel, all that stuff goes a long way and we truly appreciate the support that we've been given uh and yeah deuces we'll see you or you'll hear us on wednesday excelsior i'm going back to bed all right good
1: night, good night. <laughs>